Hey, hello everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joined, as always, by Tyler. How you doing, buddy? You know, besides being pulverized by technology today, I am alright. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am uh, I'm doing great. I have kittens to play with under my Ooh. shed that are really <laughs> cute. Uh, I just... I... Hmm. I ate part of a rotisserie chicken that was a few days old. Uh-oh. And then I was like, you know, this probably isn't for human consumption, and I kind of just peeled off the meat and fed it <laughs> to the cats. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that uh, works. But yeah, hopefully I don't get food poisoning, but you know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. So that chicken, yeah. it was a it was big old rotisserie chicken, man. I mean, was it at least good when you were eating it? Did you enjoy it? Uh, earlier this week, when I was picking off of it, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Today, not so much. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, the cats really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Cats like meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they certainly do. I, I believe that is what they are supposed to be eating all the time is meat. Yes. Uh, they are carnivores. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's yeah that. Other than you know working, I was supposed to work yesterday. They canceled it for me. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just chugging along and trying to do my best out here. <laughs> yeah. It's been a just a whirlwind of a week for me. Oh yeah. Like there's just been so many fucking weird things going wrong in my house. And it's just kind of one on top of the other. Like um my Jeep, I got well this kind of happened last week. So, but I've been kind of working on it this week. My Jeep got sideswiped on oh. the street in my development. Um, it's not too bad. Like, no real damage. Just definitely the paint's definitely messed up. Uh, this person did not leave any information either. Mm. So, that sucks. So, I got to get that taken care of. And then my check engine light's back on with my Jeep after I literally just got inspected. So, oh. I'm like, okay. Oh. This sucks. But who knows? I mean, it's driving fine. So that's kind of a pain in the ass. And and the people directly across from me were having, they just put an addition on their house. So they had a ton of people like parked around. Oh, God. And I think that's kind of what was the cause of the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And and to be honest with you, I, I mean, to me, you would think you would hear it at least. I almost wonder if the person that did hit my Jeep didn't even know that they did. Mm. Um but so yeah that sucks and now I gotta get that taken care of and then um, our our basement's having a lot of weird problems uh, so we went out and bought a new dehumidifier and it's fucking exciting oh yeah and, that you thing know, you, <laughs> you fire that thing up yet <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah this, dude this thing is killing it because the old one that we had like choked basically it, oh, it would okay. we it would we were we were running it and then we're like, 
this is just kind of weird. Like, it still feels damp down here. And then I opened the bucket uh, where all the water kind of collects, and there was nothing in there. Hmm. And we ran it probably for three days. And I'm like, or yes. different times of three different days. I'm like, this isn't normal. No, um, not at all. <laughs> so now we went and got a badass new dehumidifier. The thing crushes it. And we can control it with our smartphones, so that's fucking cool, too. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, I can get on there and be like, turn it off, baby. And then turn it back on. It tells me the humidity level. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. Mm. So that's been exciting. And then we also opened up one of our windows and just infested with ants. Oh. Like, where did this come from? I don't even know why there's all these ants in here. So now we, now we had to take care of that. It's just... It's just so many just kind of weird problems, one after another, uh, mm. kind of going on this week. It's been it's been a week. That's what happens all... when you own a house. Yeah. <laughs> weird shit yeah, pops exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, and you just got to take care of all of them. And then on top of that, um, my wife's Jeep, the power steering pump went out on oh, hers. Oh, God. So <laughs> it's just... One after another. It's whatever. You you work through it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, there's a lot to talk about. It's been an exciting week in the world of video games, at least. Yes, it has, for sure. Um, this is what would be E3, I guess, kind yeah. of. This is yeah. the replacement of E3, what is happening right now. Um, we had a few events this week. Had the PlayStation event, uh, of course, which we're going to talk about, and then the uh, Gorilla Collective, which is going through this weekend. It's still on right now. Uh, Wow. But, uh, yeah, it's a three-day thing. Uh, There's going to be another thing tomorrow, so if we miss anything big that happens tomorrow on the Gorilla Collective, that's why. Um, But, yeah, a lot of stuff getting announced, a lot of games out there. And, man... Just too many game, too many good games that I'm like, damn, I wish I had the time, but shit, that yeah. probably ain't gonna happen. Exactly. There's, there's been a lot just going on in terms of new games. A ton, you know, obviously a ton of indie games with, um, you know, what IGN's been doing, and then the Gorilla Collective taking that way further, and the PC Gaming Show. I mean, holy mm-hmm. moly, there's just so many games he <laughs> to go through. It's kind of hard to keep up. Oh boy. Uh, so yeah, man, damn! I just saw a game earlier today on the Gorilla Collective. Yeah, I think it's called a uh, Hundred Days or something like that. Basically, uh, you you're building a winery. It's oh. one. It's one of those kind of simulation business games where you're doing, you're doing wine. And that seems that seems like <laughs> something I'd like to play. <laughs> yeah, that's God pretty. Damn. that's pretty cool. Ah, uh, and then oh man, we'll we'll get to it. But this has been a a year for cat games. Yeah, I've kind of you know noticed some of that stuff. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. All these cats. Hell it's yeah! Wild. Fucking love cats. Cats are awesome. Yeah. Ah uh, man. All right. So hmm. I guess we'll start with the PlayStation event. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about games you've been playing, man. I mean, I've been playing no. kind of the same shit. Me, me too. Uh, literally, pretty much all I've played is is Wreckfest. Very close to finishing that. Had a bunch of weird problems with my install, 
But I think I'm through. I'm going to try to finish that. And then the only other thing is um, play a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons this morning. Oh, yeah. So mm. I played about two more levels of it. So yep. Other than that, nothing overly exciting. Yep. Uh, I've basically just played Apex, uh, a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons here and there, and some American Truck Sim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess we can briefly talk about our, you know, continued Divinity run. Oh, yeah. Well, which I think we already talked about that, because last week we played oh, before yeah, the show, so... Yeah, you're, you're right. I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. We will continue so to play Divinity Original Sin 2. <laughs> we will. We will. Yep. All right. All right, let's well, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's dive right into the PlayStation event. What a better way to kick off the PlayStation 5 event than to announce that GTA 5 is coming to the PlayStation 5! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. That was... You, you, I get it. it it's, it's a, Not even Red it, Dead Redemption 2! <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, Grand Theft Auto 5 is, like, arguably the biggest game in the world, or one of them, at least. And having that on your console is definitely important. I thought it was kind of weird to start it off with that, that you're starting off your PlayStation 5 reveal event with a PlayStation 3 game, with a PlayStation 4 logo in the corner consistently. So, like, okay, this is just, it was a weird start, but... I get it. I guess uh, GTA Online will be free when it launches on PlayStation 5. And then it sounds like the game's not coming until summer of 2021. Yeah. Um, but it'll have new new features and content, apparently. And, um, yeah. It, I mean, it's a big thing to have on your console, but it's kind of a, kind of a no-brainer, I think. And it also makes me... It raises the question, which they didn't really, they didn't talk about at all with backwards compatibility or a smart delivery type feature for the PlayStation 5. Like, with Grand Theft Auto 5, are, are they saying that, like, my my version of play, the PlayStation 4 version of GTA 5 is not going to work on GTA 5? Or am I going to get it upgraded, you know, in the summer of 2021? Do I have to buy it again? Summer 2021. I'm sure they want people to buy it again so they can keep selling this game. I mean, they being... are mighty, mightily <laughs> confident that the thing will still chart very highly. Yeah. So I, I they, they, there's some questions there that they definitely have to answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, not what I would have chosen to start the show off with. No. Uh, I actually. I fucked up. I don't have this. Well, this article I put up put up here from the PlayStation blog doesn't have the things as they happened in order. Do you have an ordered thing of things that happened, or should I do. we worry about that? No, I, I mean we can. I, I think it might be best to run it down in order. Okay. Um, let me let me pull it up because I was just taking notes on my own. Mm. Um. Oh, where Let me see if I can find something myself. But yeah, I we've been waiting so long to see the PlayStation Five. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> it's finally it. here. Yeah. All right. So 
All right, I have my notes up, so we can just kind of run down the announcements as they happen. Um, then they kind of, you know, Jim Ryan shows up. Let me say first, first off, the production of this event was really well done for what it is, being a digital sort of showcase, Not no live audience, obviously can't do that. I just felt like... <laughs> Those, the, the weird, like, especially when they were getting to the reveal, like, all these weird, like, kind of graphics animation packages that they had, um, I just felt like worked really well, and then I also felt like, you know, people were, the, the way when, like, Jim Ryan or Shuhei or, or any of the developers showed up, when they were on camera, it looked like it should look, instead of what Microsoft did in May, um... So, I don't know. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that. I just thought overall, the presentation was pretty pretty well done. Wait, you thought those were actually people? I, I, I heard they <laughs> were CGI. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny that that's a fucking thing. Uh, I, I will thing. say it did look, to me, a little bit off. Uh, I don't know what it was about it, but mm. it... I don't know. It, I could see why some people would say they look like CGI renders, because... Uh, I don't know. There was something just... I don't know how to describe it. It just looked a little bit off. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. It makes me wonder with Microsoft's upcoming July first party event, you know, how how much are they going to step up their game, especially compared to where they were um, now that they've seen what Sony has. Because I think think it's important to at least have something that looks good. Decent. Way better than what they had. So... Anyways, um, then the very first announcement from uh, PlayStation Studios was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, uh, which, yeah, that's, I am happy they're doing this. I wish it was a full-scale kind of thing. They've they've gone on to say that it is a standalone game, but it is smaller than the first Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, just make My- Miles Morales the the star of Spider-Man. Come on. That yeah. Peter Par- We've had Peter Parker for fucking decades. Let's let's have Miles Morales' time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I totally agree with you. I, I mean, this is probably going to definitely lead into a proper Spider-Man two, and then I would almost think. And what would be really cool is if in a Spider-Man two you played as both of them, or you could choose one or the other. Because um, I think they're probably both going to have very important roles moving forward in the story. But mm. I, I agree with you. Um, I, they were not clear at all on if this was a sequel or kind of a expansion or whatever. Um, but yeah. I, I'm regardless, I'm excited. I mean, some of the uh, abilities that they kind of teased in the trailer, like being able to like go invisible and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like Miles' abilities seem awesome, and I think this is going to be just a really excellent showcase for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, getting um, all being, those buildings loading in real fast. Yeah, exactly. And that I mean that's one thing about Spider-Man, you know, uh, from 2018, like if you were fast traveling and you got on the fucking subway or whatever, it just took forever. 
Mm-hmm. And just being able to instantly do that and just the feel of that's going to be so great. I, I cannot wait. Um, seems like this is going to be a launch title. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about this PlayStation event. They didn't really put any hard dates out there. No. A lot of launch windows, but no hard dates. Right, yeah. This was the, I mean, they gave the window of holiday 2020, which is what they've been giving for the PlayStation 5 itself. So I would imagine this is a... A launch title, and so I, th- I think it's a pretty, pretty good one to have. I mean, Spider-Man is the best-selling PlayStation Four exclusive. Mm, yeah. So, uh, also, you know, this was kind of this whole event was the debut of the whole PlayStation Studios logo change. I don't know about you, but I personally love it because every time it comes up, it's like, okay, let's go. Like, I feel like it. it it means something very significant, I felt, in this I mean, presentation. To me, it's more of like, hey, we're not going to tell you which studio this is. We're going to hold that surprise of what this game is even further. Because if they just showed like an Insomniac logo there, you would have been like, okay, could have been one of two things. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they hold it, it like, you know, it it preserves that surprise a little bit for when the trailer comes up. But true, yeah. The logo itself doesn't mean much to me yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then, basically, they started off with three, I think, pretty big first-party titles. Um, So the next one was Gran Turismo 7. Hell yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. It looks like they're going old school with Gran Turismo again. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for that, uh... The cars look good. They sound good. Oh yeah, they sounded real good. And they sounded uh, real good. Yeah, they're they're basically taking it back to like Gran Turismo one through four with the that kind of a career map kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I am very much looking forward to it. I I like racing. <laughs> yeah, I I I mean that's all we talk about every week. It feels like is racing of some sort. So. You know, I got really excited when this uh, this showed up, and um, I think it's going to be really great. I just hope that Polyphony doesn't take an eternity to get this out. Like, I, I really hope this is out like twenty twenty one, because I'm just ready for it. At Grand Turismo Seven, I think it'll be awesome, especially with you know, I, I I'm really excited to play a racing game. With the DualSense controller, with all the new, the haptic feedback, the adaptive triggers, and then also what the PlayStation 5 apparently can do with 3D audio. I think that's just going to take racing games to like a whole nother level if you're playing with a controller. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I I also think that this, this game, now Gran Turismo is still very popular, but it definitely has been on the downward uh, slide in terms of sales compared to where it was during the PS2 days, but I still think Gran Turismo is very important for PlayStation to have, and I feel like a lot of people are very underestimating and underselling how big of a deal I feel like that game is. Yeah, it's so. like it, and it seems they're sticking with the whole uh, very goofy car culture kind of thing that they did 
with uh, the Gran Turismo Sports. And, I mean, I guess they have done it in the past, but, yeah, it's... I like the aesthetic of Gran Turismo 7. It just feels like you're you're in some sort of showcase when you're just mm-hmm. even in the menus for those games. Yeah. And, and I also wonder with GT7 how much of sport they're going to bring into it in terms of maybe, like, the online competitive nature of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah, if but... they'll keep some of that stuff in. Or if sport just splits off and becomes its own thing. And yeah. Gran- and they get even more simulation heavy in sport and just you know stick to what works with Gran Turismo the numbered series proper yeah yeah hope so so then the next one which I'll be 100% honest with you this was the announcement for me and I'm very curious to hear what you have to say about it Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart oh hell yeah I you know I didn't I didn't think they could do it I didn't think that they'd be making both a Ratchet and Clank and some Spider-Man stuff, but man, I I want more Ratchet and Clank, and they gave yeah. me more Ratchet and Clank, and I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, this game looks amazing. Oh yeah, and it just like visually it looked fucking awesome. The gameplay looks amazing, and then just the fact that they're just literally like this is probably going to be the showcase for what the playstation 5 can do with just going back and forth with all the different worlds basically Mm -hmm. like my god it just the whole thing just looks did you see how shiny clank was yeah so shiny (laughs) he's got that ray tracing now oh Oh, it's so exciting i i just i cannot wait for this game it's it's yeah, Somniac's got a lot going on, and when they revealed Spider-Man, I'm like, eh, man, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get Ratchet now, because that was, that was rumored, but I, I just wasn't sure. But then, when Ratchet showed up, too, I was, like, screaming in excitement. I, I was so happy, and it, it, it does make me sad that PlayStation 4 only got one Ratchet and Clank game. Mm-hmm. It was very, very good, don't get me wrong, but I love this franchise, and... And I can't wait. And it seems like it's going to be a, a new original adventure. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I, I'm totally down for. I think about some of the original titles on PS3 that they ended up doing. You know, Kraken Time was amazing. Yeah. And Into the Nexus was fun for being a shorter, smaller title. And I'm just, I'm down. It, it just, everything about this game looks amazing. Uh, so next up was Project Athia from Square Enix, which they used the phrase designed exclusively for PlayStation 5. Yeah, which, which was is, interesting. Mm-hmm, that is some strange phrasing. Uh, but you play as a witch. Yeah. We, I don't think we have too many games where you play as a witch. This looks pretty fucking cool, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing, it did look pretty cool. And... Um, Got that luminous engine, which mm. looked or luminous, yeah, luminous productions that looked pretty damn good. And I don't know, I could be down for whatever this evolves into. Do you think it'll be a Final Fantasy game of any kind? This, yeah, I can't know. It doesn't know. No, it doesn't look like a Final Fantasy. Okay, Final Fantasy so, is, has some very strict rules <laughs> yeah. about what it can look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hope this turns into something. 
like an actual game that eventually comes out and isn't um, mm-hmm. something that just kind of because Sony's a had a Witch couple game. of these. Come on, <laughs> hey, that, yeah, that'd be cool. But Sony's had a couple of these announcements at reveals that just kind of they don't end up going anywhere. So I, I hope this goes somewhere because it could be something cool. Um, next up, they kind of started to get further into kind of a balance of indie games and then some third-party titles mixed with just a couple first-party. Um, so they started with a lot more indie games. Uh, they announced Stray from Annapurna Interactive. Oh, yes. I, this is good. Stray is... Yeah. <laughs> it is a fantastic concept for a game. It looks great. So you play as a cat in this with game. With a backpack. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what else you're doing. Uh, well, it looks like well, it looks like humanity's extinct. I saw some graffiti that said "R.I.P. Humans." Oh, okay, I didn't see that. Uh, but it looks like the robots completely just you know reconstructed all the pop problems with society anyway. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, this could be cool. annapurna has been doing some pretty cool uh, publishing. Um, Blue Twelve Studios is developing this game, so. Could be neat. Uh, next up, well, they did kind of like a, a sizzle reel sort of thing for the DualSense and other PlayStation 5 features, but we already knew about all of those. Um, did conf- Well, no. One thing that stood out to me was the 4K, 4K Blu-ray player, which I think was a given. I think they've said that before. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, next up, they announced a new in this. They they used the term PlayStation Studios with it, but a title from Housemark called Returnal, which seems like a third person shooter. Yeah, with a very. I'm, I don't want to be mean, but that name is awful. It ain't great. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's not. I mean, I like the concept for the game. Yes. It seems like, I don't know, Housemark had to do something uh, with all the assets they created for uh, Storm Divers, which never came out. Uh, that was their battle royale that they were going to do. Right. Um, so, yeah, this looks like it has some of that DNA in it. Uh, going live, live, die, repeat. That, that kind of, just the perfect setup for, hey, this is a roguelike, or... Whatever, um, mm-hmm. a procedurally generated kind of thing. The planet changes every time. Uh, I guess you get. I guess the planet affects the character as well. That's what was implied in the game, right. in the trailer. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll always play Housemark games because I think mm-hmm. they make good games. I'm just. I'm not in. I'm not sold on this yet. Yeah, me either. I mean, I'm. I I am very curious about it, uh, but I'm not like very excited about it as I was with some of the more recent Housemark games. Um, there was a couple shots in there of gameplay where it seemed kind of hectic, almost you know, kind of like that kind of classic Housemark gameplay of just a lot going on. You're dodging all the bullets from the enemies and all sorts of stuff. So if there's if that's a if that's what that game is, I could be down for it, and hopefully it's fun to play, you know, especially long-term, too. I wonder if there's going to be any sort of 
scoring aspect to this game because that's been something House Marks always had. Um, but they don't you know, do arcade anymore. Arcade no, is dead. Don't you remember? That, that's the thing, and I, I just wonder if I don't know. I guess Sony's kind of swooping in and almost saving House Mark in a way. And I hope this game turns out to be good. When when it first showed up with you know the PlayStation Studios logo, and Herman Hall said this is a new franchise, I'm like, okay, cool. And then Housemark showed up. I'm like, did Sony buy Housemark? Are they going to announce that after this? But then they never never said anything. I'm sure, it's just a second party partnership. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and next up, they announced Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Uh, Sumo Digital is making this game, um, and it seems like it is going to just be a platformer. Yeah, it looks uh, like... platforming adventure hmm. with Sackboy. It looks like Sony's Mario 3D World. Basically. Yeah. I mean, I could be down for it. I've, I haven't played... I don't think I've really played any Little Big Planet. I'm not sure. I might have played three at some point on PS4, yeah, they're all right. They feel okay. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, Sackboy can be a good character for Sony to have, and so I'm glad they're not letting him go, because a lot of people like him. And I think this is a good game that... And I feel like they they did a good job overall in their event of just having a lot of different stuff. that uh, Just a variety, you know? Mm-hmm. This is a more family-friendly game that kids could really dig, um, and having that sit next to, you know, Horizon or something, which we'll get to, you know, I think it's, I think it's cool to have, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, then they also announced, uh, Destruction All-Stars, um, it's from Lucid, I think. Yeah. Uh, this didn't do too much for me. No, no, it's... <laughs> It's a weird destruction derby kind of thing with characters who I assume might have abilities of their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it didn't really do much for me. Yeah. Yeah, me either. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, then they announced Kenna Bridge of Spirits. This was from Ember Lab. Um, seemed like a third-person kind of action-adventure sort of game. I thought this game looked fucking amazing. Yeah, personally. It, it looked good. Yeah, um, I think this game was also announced to come to PlayStation Four whenever it launches as well. But um, I, I just it, it was giving me in in now this is third person. What I'm about to say is is two D, but it was giving me like Ori vibes from Xbox a little mm. bit in terms of some of its characters and the music and kind of what's going on i'm like i can totally be down for this this i think out of all of the indie games this was the one that stood out the most to me is one that i definitely am going to keep on my radar yeah definitely look mm, definitely looks uh the most like a pixar thing in Mm -hmm. here like yeah it's it's it does it even better i want to say this looks even more akin to the pixar stuff than even ratchet and clank might or any of the other uh animated kind of styles that we've yeah. seen. Yeah, I can see definitely see where you're getting that from. Um, next up was a game called Goodbye Volcano High from mm. Co-op. Um, it seems like it's going to be a cinematic narrative game. Um, I'm not into these games at all. Um, the 
the character designs just kind of, I don't know. They're dinosaurs. This is about the extinction <laughs> of the dinosaurs. Come on. But they just kind of disturbed me a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'll just say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on the game. I'm, it, I'm sure it'll be cool, but... Um, just interesting to have that in there. I, but I think it's good that Sony's highlighting some of these smaller teams like this. Um, next up was Odd World Soulstorm. I'm going to be honest right now. I don't give a fuck about Odd World. <laughs> I have zero fucks to give. Yeah. So this game didn't look bad at all. Um, I don't think I'll. Pr- I probably will play it. I did play on Xbox. I think it was on PS2 as well. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that game. It was a first-person shooter in the Oddworld universe. That game was so fucking cool. And it was... I loved every second of that game. That is the only Oddworld game I have ever played. I've never played any of these side-scrolling, more classic games. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure if you're in the Oddworld, this is probably making you hard. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, didn't, didn't didn't do too much for me. Next up, we finally saw Ghostwire Tokyo from yeah. Tango GameWorks. What do you think of this? This is very different than what I thought this game was going to be. Yeah, me too. It was me a too. lot less creepy and a lot more just you know fuck shit up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that it was so weird. I thought it was going to be some sort of horror game, and it is absolutely not that. Yeah, and I think that's kind of interesting because Tango and especially Shinji Mikami are known for making horror games. Um, so I was kind of blown away by that too. I'm like, wow, this uh, is not what I expected. But at least for me, I, I'm curious enough about this world, at least, that they were showing it, it seems weird and fucked up. And then the combat to me seemed like it could be cool with all these different abilities and everything. I, I'm not saying this was the most mind-blowing reveal, but it was something that I'm at least going to be interested in moving forward, personally. All right. For me. The, did the gameplay do anything for you that they showed? Yeah, I mean, it is... I don't know. I don't play many games that are like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then again, there aren't that many good games like this, so. Right, yeah, it was, I I guess I'm hoping that it fills some sort of Bioshock void in, that I really have right now, of just a first-person shooter sort of game with just a ton of different powers that you have. Maybe it'll fill it, maybe it won't, who knows. Um, this game is a console exclusive. Oh, Huh. And it comes out in 2021. Uh, and then we'll, we'll talk more about it, but Deathloop is also a console exclusive for PlayStation wow. 5. Uh, how much money is uh, Sony giving Bethesda right now? Yes. To only publish these games? That's what I wondered as well. I was like, holy shit. I mean, this is straight into PlayStation Blog's thing for, for Ghostwire Tokyo from Bethesda. From Shinji Mikami and the team at Tango Gameworks comes Ghostwire Tokyo, a next-gen action-adventure game coming to consoles exclusively for PlayStation 5 in 2021. I feel like 
And I, I didn't... I don't... I have to go back and look at the trailer. I feel like that was not uh, a point made in the trailer for either of these games. And I also feel like this whole thing is kind of flying under the radar of a lot of people. Um, now, these games are coming to PC at launch as well. But them being console exclusives, I'm like, holy mother balls. Yeah, Sony must have backed up a giant dump truck of money to Bethesda for, for that. We'll see. Bethesda, notable for, you know, putting their games on everything. <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking... Skyrim is on everything. Right, <laughs> right. You own something that plays games, you can play a fucking Bethesda game. But I guess, yeah. I wonder if these are timed exclusives or not. We'll learn more later, I guess. Yeah, I imagine they're timed exclusives, but we'll see. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what the value is of having a timed exclusive like this um, for the most part. I think it's a big deal for Sony to have Final Fantasy VII Remake right now as a timed exclusive. I'm just not sure how big of a deal it is going to be to have Ghostwire Tokyo or Deathloop. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, So next up, they showed off an indie game called Jet the Far Shore, um, which also seems like it's going to be a launch title. This is from Super Brothers in Pine Scented. Mm. Um, It's a narrative-driven action adventure game so i thought visually it looked neat and it reminded me of race the sun yeah if you yeah that's what i was thinking of yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh um so it reminded me a little bit of that i i don't know i don't know if i'll play it but yeah either way yep you know it's always good to have a variety of games i guess uh yeah so definitely uh, next up, they showed off uh, a game that was announced at the Game Awards, uh, Godfall. I don't give a shit about Godfall. Me either. It looks, <laughs> it looks so fucking like. I feel like I'd get bored playing that game. You're right. Yeah, it didn't do too much for me either. I mean, I don't know. Visually, Ooh. it looked okay, but. Like, gameplay-wise, I wasn't too blown away. I think the only way I'm going to play this game is if the reviews are honestly, like, pretty good. That's, mm-hmm. like, the only the only way I'm going to play it. It's I a think. looter slasher. <laughs> yeah. Eh, I don't know. Whatever. Um, next up, they showed off Solar Ash uh, from the Hyperlight Drifter team, um, Heart Machine. So this is basically the spiritual sequel to Hyper Light Drifter. And it looks fucking good. Yeah. I like it. I need to go back and play Hyper Light Drifter. Like, people always yell at me for not playing that game. <laughs> and when I say people, I mean Andy Cortez over at Kind of Funny. He, he yeah. Always, yeah. I mean, I, I think he worked on, on Hyper Light Drifter, so that maybe that's part of why he yells at people to play it. But uh, yeah, it, these are... Very stylish-looking games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a pretty cool trailer. I never played Hyper Light Drifter. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this looks like it could be cool. This comes out 2021. Um, next up, they announced Hitman 3 from IO Interactive oh, coming out yeah. in January. This is also coming out on PS4 as well. Yeah, uh, always excited for more Hitman. Really I really like uh, some of the locations they showed off in the trailer. 
looks like you're going to some pretty wild places. Yeah, it it, it does, and I need to get on Hitman. Um, they did announce that within Hitman Three, you will be able to play Hitman One and Two. I assume if you own them. Mm. So that's I mean that's cool. how Hitman Two is. Hitman, if you have Hitman One, you can play uh, it within Hitman Two. Right, right. So you you'll have a lot of Hitman when this comes out. Um, and I, I I'm just curious if, if with Hitman Three if they're going to do it like they did the first game or the second one. Is it going to be some sort of episodic thing, or are they going to kind of release the whole thing and then add more content in later, like they did with Hitman Two? But looks good. I need to get on playing Hitman games. Uh, next up, they announced a PlayStation Studios title that will be, I believe, coming with every box um astro's playroom from japan studio yeah yeah <laughs> this game looked really cool and i'm totally down to play it astro bot uh, rescue mission for playstation vr is one of the only titles that when i watch people play it i go fuck i really want a playstation vr to play mm-hmm. this game so i think it's cool and i hope sony keeps investing in in this franchise. They so. have another mascot, Astrobot. They do. Yeah. He could even, they could even Go. like transform a little a little bit to look like console. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could, that'd be cool. Um Astrobot sitting right alongside Sackboy. I'm down. Mm-hmm. So uh next up was an indie title called Little Devil Inside from Neo Stream Interactive. I thought this game looked pretty cool as well. I didn't. Really? Uh, they, uh, hmm. They've walked this back publicly, but some of those enemy designs, pretty fucking racist. Really? I, yep. I, I did not pick up they on that. They were depicting native people that you were invading their land to recover these things for the whatever the person you're working for is. Oh. And they were depicting them like... Uh, and I do not say this lightly, savages, which oh. is a very, um, very, it's been done before, and, you know, most people have fucking learned not to do this anymore, uh, but, yeah, they, they said they'll change those enemy designs, but goddamn, that's something they put on a fucking live stream. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Uh, but I'm watching a trailer now. I guess I can definitely see where you're coming from mm-hmm. with it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully they change it for the better, for sure. I just thought the world and gameplay seemed like it could be pretty neat with this one. I'm also just not a huge fan of that we'll kind see. of British animation. I, I don't like mm-hmm. that look. Yeah, the dudes with, like, the really tall faces. Mm-hmm. Those. Yeah. <laughs> it creeps um, me out. <laughs> So, next up was just a little thing about NBA 2K21. Very sweaty. Zion. Yeah, very sweaty man. Very sweaty Zion Williamson. Um, God, I love been doing the sweat for the last three fucking consoles. I know. Every, every console generation, the men just get sweatier and sweatier. It's kind of crazy. Kinda I love Jason Schreier's tweet about this game. I don't know if you saw that. It was um you know it was just like a screenshot. And basically the trailer is just Zion 
an animated Zion dunking and playing by himself. And he's like, oh, so they were kind of already kind of predicting what basketball would be like in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just kind of playing by yourself, not not with anyone else. Um, yeah, it was a good tweet. Uh, next up was the final indie game that got showed off. And yeah. it's the one everybody's been talking the most about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bugs, bug snacks, baby. From I Young Horse it. Studios. I love, I love it. They did Octodad. <laughs> yep. And it looks like you eat the bug snacks, and you, the bug snack becomes part of you. You are what you eat. Yeah. But then at night, it looks like those bug snacks come together to create like a Voltron of bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It also just has a really, there's a really catchy song in this trailer. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was just absurd. Um, so I hope hope that game turns out well. Octodad, I'm pretty sure, was a launch title for PlayStation 4. If not, it was, like, really close. Mm. Um, and it seems like this game's going to be a launch title as well, potentially. They gave a holiday 2020 window. Yeah. I'll so get if all Bugs goes next. well, <laughs> yeah, we'll be playing Bugsnacks this year. Um, so then... They had, there's just a couple more announcements here. Uh, Shuhei Yoshida showed up for the first time in what felt like a really long time in mm-hmm. a Sony conference and announced Demon Souls Remastered. And it's from Blue Point Games. It looks really good. Oh, yeah. Visually, I it never looks pl- very good. I never played the original Demon Souls. I think I'm going to play this one. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I, uh, you know me, I'm always interested in these games, and then I just get my ass kicked, so we'll see. But, yeah, visually stunning, honestly. I thought that trailer was one of the best ones that they showed off. Um, I'm very curious about your thoughts on this next game, because we both like the studio, Deathloop. I'm in. I'm in. Yes. It's good. Yes. It's like, it's fucking, oh, man. Dishonored is all over this fucking game. Absolutely. And that's what shocked me the most. And then, so when I saw this trailer, it it made me think, like, okay, I can see why they're not making a Dishonored 3. You know, because they, they took the DNA of what's in Dishonored and have been putting it into Deathloop. I'm not saying I don't want a Dishonored 3 at all, but it seems like some of the abilities were straight up from, like, Dishonored 2. You know, you're just, like, hopping all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the whole sort of time loop mechanic sort of thing... Seems like yeah. it's in the game could be really cool. I am so fucking excited about this game. This was, in terms of third party reveals, and this is going to be a console exclusive. But this was probably my most exciting one to me. Yeah, uh, I, I'm really going to enjoy uh, playing that. It's going to be really frustrating when someone better than me gets in the multiplayer and fucking assassinates me. Right. But that seems like a really cool uh, part of the game where, like, there are going to be rival assassins who uh, mm-hmm. are going to come after you as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm down. I think think this game looks cool. I'm very curious about what this world is. and 
looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, the rumors were true. Resident Evil Village. Yeah. A.K.A. Resident Evil 8. Did you see how thick Chris Redfield was? Oh, my God, dude. He was so huge. thick. <laughs> he was so big. He was a yeah. big boy, and he just fucking murdered that person. He did. He did. Yeah, man. There there were some shots in this trailer. I'm like, oh, my God, this game looks like it's fucking creepy as hell, and I am so down for it. Seems like the whole uh, rumor about werewolves and everything is true. Um, that was a great trailer, I thought. And at first, I straight up thought it was Silent Hill. Mm. Um, I thought they were doing it, and then uh, it was about halfway through the trailer, some things started to show up. I'm like, ah, okay, yes, here we go, Resident Evil Village. Um, and and it also, you know, the way that trailer starts off, it, it says like, what, what did it say? His story comes to a close. I assume oh, they're yeah. talking I, about Ethan. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see where they go with Resident Evil nine but it seems like they want to go in a new direction after that but mm-hmm. i'm i'm down keep yeah. bringing on the resident evil man <laughs> they didn't mention if this was coming to vr but i imagine if they're gonna have playstation vr on the ps5 they gotta do it for this don't they yeah uh, dude i would i would imagine i mean there's been so they gave just a 2021 for the for this game in the trailer there's been rumors of a PlayStation VR 2 coming in 2021. There's two aligned to me, so I, I'm 100% with you on that. Um, the last third-party reveal was Pragmata from Capcom. Yeah, this... Hold on, I need to pull this up again, because... If I remember correctly, this was very fucking weird. It was. Yeah, it was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the one that I was like, wait, is this another Kojima project? But no, it isn't. It's <laughs> it's just someone who probably, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, you, there's a guy with a space suit and a little girl, and they end up on the moon somehow. I don't fucking know what's happening in this game. Yeah. I kind of want to know more about it. Yeah, me too. At first, I I was like, is this a sequel to Vanquish? And I'm like, no, Capcom didn't make Vanquish. Uh, that was Sega. And I'm like, okay, this is just fucking interesting, for sure. Um, 2022 is what this trailer showed up with. So it's a little mm-hmm. little ways out, but I'm, I'm interested. Uh, new IP from Capcom. Very cool. And... I really hope Capcom keeps it going uh, this coming generation because I feel like they really turned themselves around in the, in this one um, with a lot of just really great games from Resident Evil to you know Monster Hunter, Devil May Cry. They they really crushed it this generation. So yeah. yeah. Then the final first party game shown, the final game shown period was. Horizon Forbidden West. Who fucking picked that title? <laughs> you don't like that title? <laughs> no. No. Why not? Man. The whole Forbidden West kind of thing, like, it's... 
it's got some roots in some pretty evil places. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I'm sure that's not how they're using it, but man, they they could have picked any title. I think Forbidden West is a foolish title to pick because yeah. it's going to piss off a lot of people. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The game, however, looks looks fine. I mean, it looks like another Horizon, which is something I'd I'd welcome playing. Uh, I'm just curious to see if this can grab me like the first Horizon did, because so much about what made uh, Horizon Zero Dawn interesting to me is the backstory to everything. Yeah. And the world building that has already happened, so what can they do in the sequel that will uh, bring me in like that? Right. I'm totally with you. And, And the thing with Horizon, with the world is you didn't even really know for a while playing it and they also didn't reveal it ahead of time of like where are we and what happened Mm -hmm. so i really hope they can keep that kind of intriguing nature going my my god does this game look fucking amazing though visually i mean the first game was already probably one of the most beautiful games ever made, and I feel like this is just going to take everything to a whole other level, uh, visually at least. And so I'm really looking forward to it. There's giant mechanical turtles, uh, which that whole moment in that trailer reminded me of um, very different games, sort of, but reminded me of uh, the big old turtle in God of War. Um, and then oh, okay. seems like there's. Uh-huh. Yeah, it seems like there's big old mechanical elephants as well. I'm I'm down. I, I I'm totally down for another Horizon game, and I just hope it's as good as the first because I really really enjoyed that game a lot. So, yeah. so yeah, that's that's it for the video games, and kind of like we said at the top, like not a lot of dates for a lot of these things, especially no first dates, party actually. titles. Like, yeah, no, no hard dates. Uh, the only thing we got was a holiday window for Spider-Man, but other than that, nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I, what what I'm wondering though is how close are these games? Like, are we going to get all of these games by the end of next year? And you know, we're going to get uh, PlayStation Studios first-party title every couple months. I feel like it's probably a little too much to all pack in a year. But you know, how many of these are are we going to get by the end of next year? Who knows? But the the only one that I truly give a shit of, like, I want to know when this game's coming out is Ratchet and Clank. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the the other ones I can wait a little bit for, but my god, I want a Ratchet and Clank game so bad. Um, so then let's just get to the biggest piece of this whole thing: the box itself. I like what it. What do you think? You like it? Yeah. I like it. Me too. Me too. I I I I actually love it. I and I know it's just a box. The box would be whatever. I just I love how Sony does not give a flying fuck and says this is what we're doing and this is the PlayStation 5. And to me, this thing is so futuristic looking. A lot of people have said it looks like an Alienware PC and they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, I just, I kind of like its look. I feel like it's bold, and it says, this is the next generation right here. 
and it's different than PlayStation Four, and it's gonna be different. And and I don't know, I I I like it. Yeah, uh, I am going to you know this is one of those where you know I. I don't have to just hide it away in a shelf somewhere. I can put it out and it looks cool mm-hmm. out on out on a table somewhere or on the TV stand. Uh but yeah, I, I mean it's it's a lot more inspired than uh the last generation, well, the current generation of consoles which were just fucking black bricks. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, especially on the Xbox side. Mm-hmm. Um you know, at least with the PlayStation 4, they have that kind of angle on the front, which I think made it stand out a lot more. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more, like, curves going on. And then, so another really big piece of this, which literally no one saw this coming at all, is they are making a digital-only edition of this console without a disk drive. Which I think looks better without the disk drive. I think the shape looks better without the disk drive. I I I totally agree with you, because... the. You know, I don't hate how the disk drive and where it is, um, but it does look. I've heard a lot of people describe it as like a hernia <laughs> on the system, and I, I can see that it kind of just curves up, kind of a little awkwardly. But mm. I don't hate it. But um, I'm so curious on the price difference between the two. Yeah. I mean, it can't be that much, but I'm I'm curious if they're willing to. You know, say uh, I'm just throwing out numbers. We we know the rumors are that 500 is what, um, or around 500 is what it cost for Sony to manufacturing one of these, like 470 some dollars. So if they're selling, say the the console with the disc drive at 500, I'm curious. If the diskless version, the digital version, will be 450, or are they willing to even go further down and take a little bit more of a hit on that one and say 400, hoping to sell more of those consoles? Yeah, and I don't buy used games anymore. Right? Yeah, you you don't, and and so they're. <laughs> I love all the other tweets I've seen from people of saying like, you know, is GameStop going to sell the digital? version of the playstation 5 because what's the, you know what's the incentive for them to do that mm. i don't know yeah i i love the i love the uh look of the console uh and then you know when they revealed the dual sense we were like oh that dual tone color that's kind of weird but then now when you see the console it makes sense yeah sony's first dual tone console at least at launch mm. Yeah. Outside of like I, special editions. Yeah. Yeah. I I am curious to know more about the console itself. They were very sparse on some details, uh, mainly how much storage are these motherfuckers going to have. Right. Yes. Because if you're only going to give me one terabyte for games that play in 4K, I'm going to be able to install about Call of Duty and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Literally, just Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'm very curious on that too and then you know in terms of storage like not only what's in the box but i would imagine they're going to support external hard drives and i would hope so that they would do that right off the bat mm-hmm. rather than you know they kind of came around with playstation 4 on that 
Because this thing just doesn't look like a console that I want to, that I can easily pry open to put a new hard drive in it. Mm-hmm. Nor do I want to do that. Um, so yeah, I'm curious on that. Uh, no, no, no hard date, no price. Uh, they said that'll be coming later, but dude, I, I, and this gets to me what I was talking about earlier of the whole presentation. I loved how they revealed this thing and just the whole strange buildup of all those little balls just fucking floating around and then bam, there it is. It was, it was hype as hell. Um, yeah. We we see it. We 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 saw it. Here it is. PlayStation yeah. Five. Bam. Uh, yeah, I'm. That was it. I mean, I'm going a, to get one of these consoles. To me, I I'm going to get Sony one of these. It out of the park. Yeah, it was a great presentation. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to yeah. get one of these motherfuckers and put it in my oh. house. Yep. And uh, I'm going to be happy. I'm gonna. I'm probably yeah. going to get the digital version because, let's be honest. I, of the hundreds of games I own on PlayStation 4, only a handful have I ever put a disc in for. Mm-hmm. So, it, I'm I'm just going to say goodbye to discs. Yeah, I, I, I'll say this. I am leaning more towards the digital version. Like, I'm just... I've been buying physical games uh, for PlayStation 4 just because I kind of had a library this generation and I've been wanting to kind of complete it to at least in terms of the games that I really really like but I'm more and more like I'm down to get the digital version like The Last of Us Ghost of Tsushima I'm, I'm just going to buy them digital right now um, so I'm leaning more towards that as well and I'm so fucking ready to have one of these things um, yeah I'm just we're already halfway on... through the year Tyler we're yeah. already halfway through. Come on, yeah. it's not that far away. It's like it's maybe, not. maybe three or four months. Or um, let, let me see. Hmm. When do you think these launch? <laughs> I, I I think it'll be around the time the PlayStation Four launched, which that launched like November fifteenth, I think, of twenty thirteen. Wow. So that is hmm. that week. I think no. I think November thirteenth is like the date. To yeah. me, All maybe twentieth. Right. Um, okay. I don't know. What about you? I hope it's earlier than that. Yeah. I hope it's earlier than that. So you know, I can spread out some of the things I'm buying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to fucking buy a console and like five to seven games <laughs> all in the same two weeks or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah this man. Is gonna be, yeah, we'll Good. we'll learn more about the pricing and uh, the release date later, according to Sony. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course they didn't announce those dates or pricing, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, they didn't specify when they'll tell us though. So no, I'm I, at this point too because they they were so quiet for so long, and I think in the end it it is really worked out for them, and they've really. I feel like just taking it to Microsoft now, whereas Microsoft was really taking it to them for such a long time. But uh, I'm curious how quiet they're going to be moving forward. To me, I feel like they got to just keep the conversation going at this point, especially once 
you know, we, we don't know the full entire picture for the Series X either. You know, obviously we still need to see their first party event. We'll see how that goes. But, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. And to me, even, even not seeing the first party stuff from Microsoft yet, there is no doubt in my mind of what console I want first anymore. Like, uh, they just, they sold me on literally everything about this thing. And there, there's so much that we don't know. I get that. And I'm fanboying a little bit, but I just, I'm, I'm ready for this thing. Microsoft, uh, you know, a lot of their, all their first party titles, they're going to be on PC too. So, mm-hmm. I know I'm changing yeah. my tune a little bit on that compared to where I've been in the past, yeah. but, you know... Halo Infinite's going to be on a PC, and that's probably where I'm going to end up playing it. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, I I would rather invest in a PlayStation 5 first and, you know, the Xbox One version. Hey, it might be all right, but, um, you know, why not? So that, that's just kind of kind of where I'm at, and I'm, I'm excited. Excited for the future, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh... Yeah, I mean, that's not the only thing that happened this week, though, because <laughs> everyone... No. Mysteriously, E3 disappeared, but everyone just decided, hey, let's just fucking do it all at once. Uh, yeah, it almost makes me wonder if, he, you know, will E3 just be able to come back? Because everybody's mm-hmm. like, this is the time to announce my video games anyway, this week. Let's, let's just do it, E3. I don't know. Or maybe they'll be like, hey, we didn't spend nearly as much money this year. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go quickly over some of the Guerrilla Collective stuff that happened yesterday. I still don't have a list of today's stuff. Got to look at the System Shock Redux. Tyler, you are a fan of Bioshock. How about you return to System Shock, where it all began? (laughs) Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Slip neat. Uh, there was a game called Cataclysm. There's a collectible. There were also a lot of card games. We said there were a lot of cat games. There are also a lot of fucking collectible card games. <laughs> and those deck building games. Slay the Spire influenced a whole generation of fucking card games. Um, there's Uragun, which looked the most like a Housemark game. I'm not sure if you looked at this trailer or not. Uh, no. It absolutely looks like a fucking Housemark game. So is it a twin-stick shooter? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, then there was XO1, um, which also reminded me a lot of uh, a lot of Race the Sun, and then Ooh. another game uh, called Super Flight that's on PC. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're doing some movement through levels, flying around and shit. Uh... Looks pretty alright. And then there was Almighty Kill Your Gods. Which. <laughs> wow. Was really weird. Um, yeah, that's a yeah. title. It's, it's an action RPG. It looked alright. Um, it was kind of on the same page as me as that fucking Godfall. I, uh, okay. I kind of like. I was like, well, mm. you know what? I actually don't need to play any of these. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm just looking at a couple of these trailers now because I never got to watch any of this stuff. But yeah, I can see see where you're coming from. 
Yeah. Seems like it's co-op as well. Yep. Uh, there's Roki, Genesis Noir, Doors of Insanity, Juggler's Tale. Juggler's Tale looked interesting. It's a platformer where you're kind of like a puppet on strings, so you have to solve, solve puzzles around that. Uh, that looked interesting. There's a game called Lake where you play as a postal delivery woman. Oh, okay. Uh, and then there was Urban Trial Tricky, which <laughs> looked looked like a trials game mixed with SSX Tricky, and they just called it Urban Trial Tricky. Uh, but it looked pretty good. And then the highlight of yesterday, I want to say, is Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what it's is a this dungeon game? crawler where your swords turn into people you can date. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a combination dungeon crawler dating visual novel kind of thing, where like, hey, if you get your relationship up better with your sword, <laughs> your sword will do more things. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, it, lo- it looked like a pretty cool concept, and you know, I'll I'll, I'll play it. Um, there was Colt Canyon, which uh, you know looked very old school. Um, kind of looks a little bit like a twin stick shooter to me. I don't know for sure. Uh, Slay the Spires coming to your phone. Then uh, Ridge Force Redux, Out Buddies DX. There was a new Baldur's Gate 3 trailer. It's going to enter early access in August, maybe. Depends. <laughs> Depends on, uh, you know, a few things, but largely, you know, how much work they can get done working from home. Yeah, this game looks good, uh, though. Yeah, we'll see more of this next week of Baldur's Gate 3. But, yeah. Uh, Disco Elysium on the Epic Game Store. Is Disco Elysium on consoles yet? No, not yet, but I know they said that they were uh, working on it. Hmm. All right, and then there's West of Dead. They showed off some more of that Dwarf Fortress. Tyler, we need to play Dwarf Fortress. What is it? Uh, all right. Dwarf Fortress is a, simula- a civilization simulator in which you control... You don't directly control, but you give orders to your your uh, civilization of dwarves where they like dig and build houses and workshops and stuff like that. A bunch of weird stuff happens. You get like invasions from orcs and shit. Uh, up until now, it didn't really have graphics unless you went to mods. It was basically mm. ASCII art. But uh, they're going to put it put out a version that has actual graphics this year. <laughs> okay, interesting. It's been it's been a game for since two thousand six. Oh wow! Holy shit! But yeah, uh, there was a uh, Valheim, which looks like uh, you're fighting some giants, trolls. They are. Uh, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Then there was a uh, ripoff of Doom called Ultra Kill. <laughs> Rip off of some old school Doom stuff here. Uh, you should probably watch that trailer. I think you might like this game. Ultra Kill? Yeah, Ultra Kill. Alright. Uh, Children of Morta is getting a new playable character. Well, multiple playable characters with a DLC update. Uh, there's going to be a board game that is themed around Frostpunk. 
Uh, Dusk is another Doom-like game that is uh, coming to Nintendo Switch, I think, and other consoles. And then, uh, man, mm. another card game here, Fights in Tight Spaces, <laughs> uh, which is a deck-building turn-based tactic game. This Ultra Kill does look pretty good. Yeah. Incredibly mm-hmm. fast-paced. Holy moly. Uh, then there's Liberated, which is a shooter. Looks really, uh, yeah, it, it, it has a certain style to it hmm. that, uh, very comic book-like. Interesting. Uh, we've also got Gestalt Steam and Cinder, which is a 2D, 2D platformer. Uh, this one looked really cool. Uh, Gestalt, Steam and Cinder. I that that is one of like the three or four games that I am absolutely all in for. Uh, out of the show. Uh, then there's Swim Sanity. No place for bravery. Haven, which I think Haven looks pretty neat. Uh, you play as a couple building your camp Ooh. out and trying to survive. Interesting. That's a cool art style. Uh, and then there's Goner 2, which creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Just Die Already, someone who uh, someone who really just wants to talk to Hideo Kojima parodied his uh, Death Stranding trailer for the trailer for their <laughs> games. That's funny as hell. Wow. Uh, but it's some sort of sandbox game. But yeah, that's the Gorilla Collective. There were a lot of cool indie games announced there and they're continuing to do it uh i did see today on the stream there is some stuff coming to divinity original sin 2 it's another one of their gift bag dlcs Mm -hmm. which will add a few quests and um add some uh i think some locations as well yeah Uh, yeah. a new boss completely free yeah A uh, chance Sweet. to get some sort of weird ancient armor kind of thing. So yeah, we'll be playing some more Divinity. Maybe I wonder how those gift packs get applied. If they can just get applied to our current game or not? Yeah, I don't know. I know. Yeah, I'm not sure those details. I just saw that when I was spending my entire morning trying to re-download Wreckfest, that an update popped up for that game for Divinity. Mm-hmm. It's queued for June 25th. Or I guess you can yeah. download it now too, if you wanted yeah. to. So, yeah, that's cool. All that's right. exciting. I'm yeah. I am very excited to uh, see this Baldur's Gate three stuff this coming week. Yeah, that game looks just just keeps looking better and better every time I see it. I know, I know. All, All right. right. Well. I guess it's time to get into other news that isn't just fucking <laughs> video game announcements. Well. <laughs> isn't just video game yeah. announcements. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, AT&T is looking to sell Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, to be specific. Um, yeah. Who's going to buy? Who has money? I don't know. Probably Microsoft, if we're being honest. <laughs> Maybe. So I think this story is kind of crazy. 
uh, in terms of how it could impact video games. Um, Warner Brothers Interactive is NetherRealm Studios that does Mortal Kombat and Injustice, Rocksteady, Monolith Productions, Shadow of War Games, or Shadow of Mordor, TT Games, which is the Lego franchise, and Avalanche Software, uh, which did Disney Infinity. Those are some really big studios, especially Rocksteady, for sure. Working on, right now, just massive IP. So if they go to a different publisher, what happens to the games they're working on? Especially Rocksteady, who has to be cranking away on something for years now. I'm shocked we didn't see it at the PlayStation event. I just, uh, yeah, I'm curious what what the hell is going to happen with these studios yeah i mean uh yeah it's it's strange I'm, i don't think they're actually going to sell warner brothers interactive i think i think uh i think they're going to stay put maybe I, I just can't imagine someone forking up the amount of money that it probably would take to buy all of these mm. yeah it's I, well, I, I wonder like a four billion dollar price tag. Yeah, four billion dollars. Right. I mean, that's a lot for for these, these these studios. But at the same time, these studios have made huge fucking games. I mean, Nether Realm with Mortal Kombat 11 is still selling like crazy. So I'm just I'm just shocked that AT and T is wanting to part ways with these studios. Uh, that just kind of blows my mind. Apparently the Potential interested parties are Take-Two Interactive, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blizzard, um, which all of them kind of make me want to throw up a little bit. Mm. But uh, I I guess Take-Two makes me want to throw up a little bit less, but I I don't know. They're still slimy. The the studio, I just hope none of these studios go to fucking Activision. I mean, goddamn. Yeah, Activision doesn't need to get any bigger. (laughs) Yeah, they they don't. I mean, EA, you know, of course they're known to cancel projects and kill studios, but I think EA would at least let these studios, hopefully, make cool shit. Um, no, they'd make them use the know. fucking, uh, whatever, that uh, Frostbite engine. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, who knows. I don't know, but I feel like Respawn and Vince Sampel is kind of sticking it to EA on that one, so we'll see. See what happens with the Frostbite engine, but... Yeah, kind of, kind of crazy. There is something so that the intellectual properties owned by Warner that the deal might feature some sort of commercial licensing agreement where AT and T would receive part of the revenue from these IPs. So maybe if you know Rocksteady's new game is a DC game or whatever, maybe they can still at least put it out and you know it'll be licensed. But that's the thing with some of these publishers. With all three of these publishers mentioned here, it is an all-or-nothing game with them. So I'd be very curious on on that, too, if they'd be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of sucks, in, in, in a way, just because these, these studios, I think they do some pretty good stuff. And I just, I mean, I'm not saying that if they're sold, uh, they're not going to be doing anything good anymore. But I want to at least see them continue to at least finish out what they're working on yeah i mean yeah well 
We'll see. Again, they said they were shopping it around. Who knows if they'll actually ever sell it? Yeah, I'm. I'm also curious if if this whole deal is like you get all these studios, or if say I don't know, say Sony wanted Rocksteady or Monolith Productions, could Sony just buy one of those studios? Um, not saying they're going to, but you know, or EA. You know, if EA just wanted one studio, could they buy that studio? I don't know. Hmm. Lots of moving and shaking yeah. in the future, potentially. Alrighty, uh, Tyler, you just snuck this one in here. I mean, it's a very little relevance. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> uh, there's going to be an announcement from EA June fifteenth. That's Monday, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. So yeah, they're going to reveal at eleven a.m. our time, eight a.m. Pacific. Um, yeah, Star Wars Squadron seems like it's going to be some sort of flight combat Star Wars game. Which is, you know, so. the way they can actually draw me in. Because <laughs> I, be I will play a fucking dogfighting fucking space combat. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll fucking do that. <laughs> I like spaceships. That's one of the, yeah. my favorite parts of Star Wars is the spaceships. I mean, a lot of the other stuff I don't particularly care for, but the spaceships, pretty fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and space stuff's always been cool with Star Wars. I never played, like, the old Rogue Squadron games on, you know, the the early consoles. Um, but I could be totally down for this. Apparently it's going to have a single-player campaign along with some, some multiplayer Um but it might be like a smaller project, and, and yeah, I'm sure we'll learn a lot more uh, at EA Play next week mm-hmm. as well. Alrighty, uh, and then Bungie decided to talk about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Um, so yeah, Bungie showed off the future of Destiny Two, which has a pretty big future, I would say, with what they showed. Um, so to try to break all this down, they showed off three expansions coming up. Yes. Um, the first one being Beyond Light that launches September 22nd of this year. So it gets some of the details there with that one. Then the next one is The Witch Queen in 2021 and Lightfall in 2022. So they are supporting Destiny for a long time to come here. Um, Tyler, it, The Stranger is coming back. The stranger is coming back. Yes, yes. Uh, That's that you remember the thing. stranger <laughs> mm-hmm. from the original Destiny campaign. Like uh, fucking Jesus! Didn't he just get choked out or something? I don't. I don't fully remember. All I remember is him. He was in the room being tortured by some cabal, and I no, thought he got right. choked out. You're right. You're right. Yes, uh, that was Destiny Two. I think. That, yeah, he was getting, like, tortured or whatever by them. Mm. Yeah, I do remember that now. Um, they should just call it Destiny now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop the they, numbers, fuck that shit. It's yeah, just they, Destiny. Yeah, they probably should, but who knows. Because we know they're not going to make a Destiny 3. No. And that was something that they kind of reiterated multiple times, is that they don't want to put another number on the box, and they want this to be the game. Um which is good because I imagine if they were still with Activision, we were get, we were probably going to get a Destiny three this year mm-hmm. if that breakup didn't happen. So it's good for them. Um, 
Season of Arrivals has started, which is the new season, has a new dungeon and all sorts of stuff. Um, I gotta hop in there and I, yeah, I'm play. back. I'm back into Destiny now. All right, all right. <laughs> oh God, yeah i I have gone through a lot of Shadowkeep, and you know I'm I'm interested to try this new content. These new expansions seem pretty cool. I love the idea of hey, we might start making some fucking factions in this shit, mm-hmm. where like we have Dark Guardians now. Yeah. Let's just go all the way. Come on, Destiny. Let's do it. Yeah. I think that's a that's a cool idea as well. Bringing the darkness more into the game um, and into your characters too. So there's going to be a new damage type coming up. Um, fuck, I forget what it's what it's called. Stasis, something like mm. that. Um, yeah, stasis is a new elemental power. Um, which is kind of a big deal for the game. They haven't introduced a new one yet. So that could really spice some things up. Beyond Light is going to take place on Europa, which looked pretty visually exciting. Um, You know, the thing about Destiny taking place in our fucking solar system, Jupiter has so many fucking moons. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. (laughs) We could (laughs) go anywhere. I mean, there there are a lot of moons on a lot of those gas giants that they could go to. But yeah, yeah. It's, there are a lot of locations they could still create for Destiny. <laughs> we don't have to leave the solar system. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm seeing, seeing what else. They're, they're just kind of changing up a lot of other things. Quest log, um, different things with your armor as well. Uh, but then some other bigger things. Destiny 2 will be coming to PlayStation 5. You will be able to upgrade for free. Um, so that's really exciting. And they are... They, there will be cross-save. There will be cross-play within families. So if you're playing on PlayStation 5 and I'm on PS4, we can still play together. Um, although you'd probably have a way bigger advantage than me. Um, mm. Because they are hoping to get the game running at 4K 60 frames per second, which, you know, I've liked the feeling of Destiny 2, but when you go and play something like Doom or Call of Duty, even on a PlayStation 4, it's like, oh my god, when you're going back to Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that'll be a really big deal, I think, for the franchise. And then they are also hoping to get cross-play going uh, next year. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> that is it. That is it, man. That means I can just jump onto my PC and just <laughs> play there. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I guess I could too, theoretically, cuz they have cross save. Mhm. But, but yeah. Um that's that's exciting and then I think the last thing they kind of emphasize is there's going to be something called the destiny content vault so they're going to take content that is not played very much anymore throw it away and put it into the vault and then bring new content in and they're hoping to bring back a lot of stuff from destiny one such as the vault of glass raid which was a really cool raid and the cosmodrome um and all the strikes in that area um, and just kind of bring back some content, rework it, and put it into Destiny 2 and kind of get rid of some of the stuff that no one's playing anymore. 
Um, they're basically doing this because of the size of the game. Um, I also imagine that this is... They probably didn't want to admit it. Just the engine that De- Destiny's running on, which is apparently a giant pain in the dick to work with. Imagine that has to do a lot with it, too. But I think yeah, that's, I mean, a, that's a cool idea, I guess. The bigger your project is, like, smaller changes, like could fuck up parts of the game that you're not even thinking of so this lets them focus on what's good out there i'm not trying to criticize mm-hmm. a lot, all that content but like it allows them to focus on testing the stuff that uh that's out there that people are actually playing yeah yeah definitely i i wanted to ask you because you play like final fantasy 14 and other mmos how does that work with an MMO that has even more content than Destiny, like, are they cycling stuff in and out? How do, do does the size of the game get? No, it's just crazy massive. out of it's control. Just fucking, it's just massive. It is out of control. Okay. <laughs> At least in Final Fantasy fourteen, everything is still there. Gotcha. Except, well, everything two and onward. They don't have any of the any of the stuff before Realm Reborn. Yeah. Um, okay. But that, that they basically rebuilt the game, so that's why that stuff isn't in. Um, but yeah, they the game is just fucking massive, and there's a lot there. Okay, gotcha. Alrighty. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I I think the support that Bungie's showing Destiny Two is is good, and apparently they are uh, hiring for a new IP as well. So a lot going on at Bungie over the next couple of years. All right, well, I guess we'll finish up with some numbers here. We got the NPD numbers for May. Yeah. Uh, Looking like a lot of people buying video games. Yeah, another huge month uh, again. So I think this was the best May since May 2008. God. And it's up, we're up 52% compared to 2019. Video games are selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Uh, mm. And a lot of familiar names on this list of, of uh, games. The, the top 20. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start us off here uh, with FIFA 20 at number 20. Uh, 19 is Call of Duty Black Ops 3. 18, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 17, MLB The Show 20. 16 Saints Row the Third Remastered, 15 Minecraft Dungeons, 14 Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, 13 Need for Speed Heat, 12 Mario Kart 8, and at number 11 is Madden NFL 20. Uh, number 10, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, number 9, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 8, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. 7, Minecraft. 6, Red Dead Redemption 2. 5, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, number four, NBA 2K23, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Two, GTA 5, and number one, still, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the best-selling game of the year so oh, far. okay. I mean, <laughs> when's the new Call of Duty coming out? <laughs> yeah. Is there a new Call of Duty? Well, there is, but... There is. I, I'm really surprised we didn't see it at the Sony event, and... Makes me think that they are going to be coming in real hot with that one. Mm. You think Michael Soft got this scoop? Got the scoop in terms of like the reveal of it? Yeah. Maybe. 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 Mm. 
I mean, that's a good point. All right. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing overly exciting other than video games keep on selling, and I'm really curious with new consoles coming out and everything how the rest of the year pans out. Um, if video games keep on selling the way they are, I mean, this could be a record year, which is wild to think during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where are people finding this money to fucking buy video games? <laughs> I know. I mean, there are a lot of sales <laughs> going on. Like, it seems like every week there's a sale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really quick, I guess, before we end... I I want to go back to our predictions quick. Oh man, the... I was hoping you didn't do that because <laughs> I did bad. <laughs> I did real bad. Um, really, I, I just kind of want to go back to our predictions for the PlayStation Five event and see what happens. So, um, so here here we're going to go over yours. So you said Resident Evil Eight VR timed exclusivity. Yeah, we don't know all the details on that yet. Uh, yeah, I'll give you... We don't know the full details, but right now, I'll give you half a point for Resident Evil 8. Okay. Cross-media bar stays. They didn't show the UI at all, so... No. Uh, GT7, and focus more on more cars on track, up to 40 cars, and they'll be out April 2021. Nope. No, but I'll give you I'll give you a third of a point because it was revealed. Uh, Bloodborne two, February twenty twenty one. Nope, no, <laughs> not at all. But when Shuhei showed up, I'm like, there's a chance. But uh, and standalone Last of Us multiplayer, free to play no. battle royale, November twenty twenty, not <laughs> happening. <laughs> no, definitely not. That was my I was shooting my shot. Yeah, you were. Uh, Last of Us reviews. Holy moly! Mm. Apparently that game's good, but also divisive. But it is sitting at like a ninety-six on Metacritic. Holy okay, moly. all right, that's but that's crazy. I'm not trying to be a bummer here, but did you see that story about Neil Druckmann and his original plans for what Last of Us was going to be? No, I did not see that. It was originally going to be called Mankind, and it would be a disease that only affects women. And you'd be shooting women the entire game. What? Not, until not until uh, women in the company came up to him and bro- brought it up to him. And then he changed his mind when he had a daughter because, oh my god, my daughter's a woman too. <laughs> so yeah, that's how, that. that's how it became what it is now. But it was originally going to be called Mankind and uh, be very problematic. Yeah, that would be now problematic. Now it's only kind sure. of problematic in that they seemingly kill every uh well it the only black characters in the last of us and uh left behind were killed <laughs> yeah not wrong on that um also yeah i mean i mean naughty dog does have a his- does kind of have kind of kind of a history with hey you're just shooting brown folks in uncharted mhm so yeah i mean Hopefully they grow up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Let's get let's on see. with these predictions here. Uh, uh, let's see. Resident Evil 8 trailer, January 2021. I'll give half. that to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, it's half right. It's going to happen in January. Yeah, I don't know. I, we'll, 
Yeah, I think January might be too early. Otherwise, I feel like they would have said it. Kind of like with Hitman. Uh, Call of Duty would be revealed. Nope. That did not happen. Uh, Warner Brothers Montreal's Batman games revealed. And tease for Rocksteady. Nope. Nada. Uh, Silent Hills being made. Nope. No. <laughs> uh, Horizon 2, February 2021, and Ratchet and Clank at launch. I'll give you three quarters of a point for that. Okay. Because I do believe Ratchet and Clank at launch is a thing. Oh, shit. I said three quarters, not a third. Oh, th- three quarters. Yeah, I'll give you three quarters of a point on gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so right now uh, I have 1.25 points out of five, and you have uh, 0.88. (laughs) I have, uh, hmm, let's actually do the math. I have, oh, five-sixths, I believe that is. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) five-sixths of a point. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. Well, we still have EA Play and Ubisoft Forward. Yep. I am a believer in that Rabbids Royale. Please give me a Battle Royale with the Rabbids. That would be fucking sweet. That might be the thing that kicks me off Apex. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. All right. Well, uh, we're going to go for this week. Because uh, that was a that was, that was a long one. Uh, we've got, yeah. and we'll probably have another long one when we get uh, Ubisoft Forward and EA Play underway. Um, but if you need to get in contact with us about any of this stuff that happened, if we miss something that you think is so so super important, uh, don't be afraid. Email us at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail dot com. Or tweet at us at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and uh, PlayStation. <laughs>